You ready now? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah? Sure, yeah. You finished all your stuff? Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Well, yeah. it's already started recording. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's already recording. Recording's already started. Yeah, so let's do this. Episode 24, then. Episode 24! Oh, 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 with uh, the black man and uh, <laughs> oh my and Daniel. We have a contrast. I, I, I always wonder. It should have started off great. Too. Dan, <laughs> Dan and Dean in the uh, in his house. In his house. Always studios. Um, Survivor Series. We'll start with. Okay. So the pre-show, uh, despite changing six times, <laughs> <laughs> did eventually finish being uh, two members of Three MB. Uh, against uh, Zack Ryder and uh, Santino Morale Team Crowborough. Um, 3MB1. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think this should be called 3MJB. 3M Job Squad. 3 my Job Squad. The uh, Survivor Series kicked off with a uh, with a bonus traditional Survivor Series match. Brodus played Justin Gabriel, uh, Tyson Kidd, International Airstrike. Uh, Ray Mysterio and Sin Cara, they don't have a tag team name. Uh, faced Darren Young, Tyson Neal, the primetime players. Uh, Says Ray Mysterio again. Yeah, they, they've, they've messed it up. They've messed it up. It says Sakara uh, again as well. Epico and Primo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, Tensai. They're, they're uh, being racist because they're, yeah, they're, they're thinking all Mexican. You know, all yeah. Mexicans. All, all, all Hispanic wrestlers yeah. are the same. So uh, what, 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 what were our thoughts of the opening contest? Uh, 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 I was going to say ladies and gentlemen, but there's no ladies here. Well, I find it a bit funny that the only... The, the only uh, the only person eliminated from the face team was Brodus Clay. Everybody else, just, you know, went for the long haul in this match. I, I thought it was a good match, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of finished it going, it was what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was to say, it was what it was. was it was I there thought. just for, you know, because they needed another one. I mean, it, it was it was a decent match. Someone said to me when I spoke to them, they were like, yeah, but they had to have one, you know, like, a elimination match that was like, you know, for like mid-card talent. I went, that was the one they advertised. Yeah. <laughs> this is all the tag teams. And Brodus and Tensai, and the job is basically. That's going to be a great feud in the future, Tensai versus Brodus. Oh, God, no. Uh, Caitlin versus Eve. Nobody watched it. I'm not even going to pretend. Uh, R2 versus Antonio Cesaro. I actually thought it was quite a good match. It was a decent match. It got quite a good chemistry to go. It was what it was for me again. AJ came out and then they did uh, something that was, you know, basically a raw segment on the baby. Yeah. Uh, Seamus Big Show. I actually quite like this match. This was a pretty good match. I like the fit. Well, I did like. The, well, I like the finish. I mean, I mean no. Match. I mean, uh, ultimately, it was to set up the the, the chairs match, which yeah. is uh, going to be at TLC. But you know, it's I, I liked it. I it was yeah, good match. Uh, well, then we had uh, Team uh, Team Foley versus Team Ziggler, Del Rio, Sandow, uh, David Otunga replacing Cody Rhodes, Wade Barrett and Dolph Ziggler versus Kane, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, The Miz and Randy Orton. Uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, being the sole survivor in this match. Uh, Didn't see that coming. Being Randy Orton, I did because I, 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 I think Orton versus Ziggler is the natural progression of Smackdown. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I, I, I thought that with the, you know them turning Miz face that he would be you know at least the sole survivor but you know it's Randy wants to survive series of course he's going to be the last one but I, I liked it I thought it was a bit of a shame to be honest but you know. yeah it was Top one. that one was that made what, it for me that <laughs> one is, is you know it is what it is that, that match was a shame for me uh, let me move on to the main event uh, John Cena and Ryback against uh, CM Punk for the uh, <laughs> WWE Championship and um Again, I didn't really 
enjoy it. I didn't really enjoy the match as much as I thought I was going to. I didn't enjoy it. It was, it was, it was. How can I put it? It was slow. The end. You didn't really pick up. Yeah, pace. the end of the match was was exciting. Yeah, but, but that was about it. The last I was the first person in the room to realise who the people were. So. <laughs> There's quite a few of us in the room. Yeah. Probably most of them apart from me and Demon and only they were. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, I, I do like the fact that they, you know, they've... Well, it's about damn time they've called up Dean Ambrose because it's been about a fucking year since they've been teasing him. I like the fact they've brought up Seth Rollins, but... And Roman Reigns, I didn't really know much about him until, you know, I did a little research this week, found that he's part of the, you know, the... Annoy family. Annoy family. <laughs> and uh, he looks to be the muscle of he's a He's a... <coughs> Big motherfucker, basically. Well, I have some more news about them guys later on. Because you know, I'm on with the news. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, the win uh, caused CM Punk to uh, be uh, champion for one full year. Yeah. So as we move on to Raw, celebrations. Celebrate good times, come on. Um, Ryback hit the ring to open up Raw. Uh, he said he wanted to feast on the WWE title. But uh, CM Punk employed three men to take food out of his mouth. Ryback says his hunger cannot be suppressed. Ryback says Punk and his three men are his prey. Ryback calls them all out to the ring now for a fight. He says if they don't come, he will tear the place apart until he finds each one of them. Now, if Phoebe Morchard starts going, as Vicky Guerrero comes out, and he says he won't be tearing anything up tonight. He had two chances at the title and blew it. She threatens him with a final suspension if he causes any chaos tonight. Vicky then says she'd like to see how, how hungry Ryback is um, by facing this guy, Alkin Tensai. A man who he's beaten twice in, you know, raps. Because that went so well last time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, shockingly, Ryback won. And, uh, yeah, so Sheamus is seen backstage yelling at the referee who counted the pin in the World Heavyweight title match. Can I just say, by the way, we didn't really talk about this. I saw no problem with what Big Show did. No, no, no. The no, match no. did not finish. Yeah, there was no bell. Yeah. There was no bell. So he punched the person he was in a match with. Yeah, and got the pin. And pinned him. Yeah. I, I see nothing wrong with that. I don't, I yeah. don't know what... No, just check him. Uh, CM Punk will celebrate in the ring tonight. Uh, the, we, uh, that was our main... Uh, Advertisement all night. Uh, Kofi Kingston and Wade Barrett headed to the ring next as we uh, went to commercial. A non-title match for uh, Wade Barrett, who uh, has made it clear he wants a shot of the IC title. Because, you know, that's apparently where Wade Barrett is on the card, sadly. Yeah. Uh, but Barrett won because Kofi's shit and he isn't. <laughs> um, the, I uh, think that, that match is going to go down at two. The ball hammer elbow there giving uh, Wade Barrett the non-title win. I, I really do hope they give Barrett the belt. Cole and uh, Cole and Lola then talk about the uh, the ending of Survivor Series, and we saw a video with uh, the Brad Maddox stuff that went on last week. Uh, Paul Heyman's walking backstage with a big CM Punk poster. He's excited about tonight's celebration. Heyman knocks on Punk's door, and out he comes to a pop from the crowd. Heyman says uh, they'll throw a celebration tonight that will go down for the ages. Matt Striker walks up and interrupts. He wants comments about the controversial ending to Survivor Series and Punk's affiliation, if any, with Rollins, Ambrose, and Reigns. Punk threatens to hurt Striker. Striker asks about Ryback and Punk says, what about him? Heyman says tonight the celebration and everyone is invited, even Ryback. Punk wasn't too keen on that and <laughs> invited Heyman into his locker room for a private conversation. Caitlin beat Aksana, because, um, you know, we have to have a Divas match. Uh, Antonio Cesaro then beat Brodus Clay, because, you know... Brodus Clay doesn't get jogged out enough. Our <laughs> troops on commentary. Little Jimmy wasn't there. Yeah, what the hell? Little Jimmy wasn't there. He never really explained why, but he wasn't there. Uh, Vicky Guerrero's backstage talking with a man and a woman. She thanks them for being oh, here tonight and tells them to breathe. Okay. And we go to commercial. Okay, uh, uh, I'm, I'm done with Oh, we didn't thing. talk about that. By the way, the segment with AJ and Vicky that could have been on Raw, a Survivor Series, ended with Tamina attacking. Oh, yes, yeah. 
AJ. <coughs> Basically, uh, Vicky <coughs> then said she had eyewitnesses and it was bollocks, and AJ came out and said it was bollocks, and then Cena came out and him and AJ did unspeakable things in the ring. <laughs> Um, you know, I hate John Cena right now. He, he he gets paid to basically you know eat AJ's face. It's a good thing. So then uh, you know they, they they were they were making out in the ring until Dolph Ziggler came out and he attempted to beat up Cena, but you know it's Dolph Ziggler. So uh, Cena beat shit out of him and then Ziggler ran away. Yeah, they're all famous then Cena. Yeah, but then himself. what? Yeah, but then what the hell? <laughs> I'm hearing that's either you know storyline injury or real injury. Or well, he's all, he's, all, he's all kinds of fucked anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Randy Orton beat uh, Del Rio in a two out of three falls match, which didn't go on that long, so I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I like you know, two, two out of three. Four, two, two out of three, three falls match should be at least an hour. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Great Carly then beat Primo and Epico in a two on one match due to uh, help from Hornswoggle. Yeah, but why is it this week? Yeah, is it a job by tag teams week? I don't know, but Hornswoggle being involved made everything better. It must be... And anything involved... No, in... no, it didn't. No, no. Because it was like, I'm going to spray in her face. Wait, I've missed. It, it, it anything must... involving the great Carly's fun to watch. It must be job by tag teams week in WWE. We'll get to them when we get to the, you know, the SmackDown report. Paul Heyman is then seen backstage that. talking to a oh. WWE crew member about preparing for tonight's uh, celebrations. And uh, then the argument ensues about balloons. Yeah, I'll be shooting up balloons later on as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're going to continue to talk about this argument, I tell you. Oh. Uh, David Otunga versus The Miz. Uh, the Miz won. Because David Otunga's never going to beat The Miz. <laughs> we, uh, we then had Seamus versus Damien Sandow. Which Seamus? Seamus. Seamus won. Uh, Vicky Guerrero backstage with Tamina when AJ walks in. Vicky asks if they've met. Being a bit of a cunt about it. Uh, AJ then, you know, was basically saying, I'm going to fuck Tamina up eventually, and then, then Vicky started laughing, and yeah, that was, that was that kind of stuff. Uh, AJ's backstage, um, AJ then walked into the men's locker room um, and told Dolph Ziggler that he's a bit of a cunt. AJ uh, was then told by Dolph Ziggler that she's a bit of a, you know, whore and trash and all that kind of jazz. And then AJ started beating crap out of Dolph Ziggler. Then Cena pulled... Um, Dolph Ziggler, uh, AJ offered Dolph Ziggler, then Dolph Ziggler attacked Cena, then Cena started beating the crap out of Dolph Ziggler, then Dolph Ziggler kicked Cena in said bad knee that he injured earlier on, then Dolph Ziggler speared John Cena through the uh, the toilets, of which there was no toilet yeah. in the toilet. No, I, I know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. That was what bothered me the most about this segment. Well, there was no toilet in the cubicle. Well, they didn't want, you know, they didn't want John Cena you know, smacking his head on the, you know, the basin because you know, they don't have concussions because he might be out, and they can't have that. But then we could call him. They the can't have John Cena having a rest. No, you know, it's just. But then we could call him the porcelain prince. Yes. The porcelain prince. Oh, for God's sake. No, they can't. They can't risk that. They can't have John Cena take time off, even though. He's but do you know what? No, the whole thing was actually, you know, the whole segment itself, the whole. Ziggler, Vicky, Cena, AJ stuff actually was quite good on Monday. I thought, you know, it yeah. furthered the storyline, which they hadn't done for a while. You know what I mean? And but I could do without this storyline, to be honest. With you. So could I, but you know, it, at least if they're going somewhere with it, then you can't come. Well, yeah, you, you can't really overly complain. Cause if the payoffs of Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena match, I'm all for it. But let's just get there quick, please, because this whole, you know, I have evidence shit. But yeah, when 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 they went through that um that toilet store and there was no toilet in there, that was when I. <laughs> that yeah. was when you did no it, it, it wasn't AJ you know Sin Cara versus Rey Mysterio uh, Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio sorry versus Kane and Daniel Bryan but that match wasn't the, the true story of this it was the commentary that was oh, so yes. fucking amazing during this match T- Titus O'Neil Titus and Jerry Lawler arguing about wash rags oh god yeah I forgot about that T- Titus O'Neil's a fucking man 
it, it was so fucking funny. And I know I know there were some people that didn't enjoy it and thought it took away from the match and everything. I was, was awesome. pissing myself laughing. Titus O'Neil pretty much pumps off on the mat that night. And, and, and Michael Gold was ripping on Darren Young and Darren Young only making it worse for himself. It was, it was, it was fucking brilliant from beginning to end. See, it really shows you that it's it's good that they've done, you know, they've put them on commentary, but the problem is you now discover that Tyson Neal has a personality and Darren Young doesn't. You know, it, it, it's... Tyson Neal is the star of that team. It, it, the whole thing was just fucking it was, brilliant. It was it really awesome. Was. Just give them the belts. Give them the tag team belts already. Just um, please. Anyway, we came... Uh, the, the end of that match was, uh, was a no contest. The primetime players ran in and then Kane and Daniel Bryan and uh, Sin Cara and Mysterio uh, combined to... Uh, to beating up the primetime players, but uh, Punk and Heyman backstage after this match. Heyman thanks Punk for letting him throw this celebration tonight. Heyman wants it to be a night that makes it all worthwhile for Punk. Heyman guarantees that nobody will tarnish the night for Punk. Heyman tells Punk his celebration awaits as we go to commercial. The ring is covered in a uh, big uh, black uh, mark, a big black mat with a red X on it. Paul Heyman is there, and behind him are two posters of Punk uh, with the title. Heyman then took exception to the grabbing him, which was brilliant. Um, but uh, out came, uh, you know, Heyman then started mocking the fans and Jerry Lawler and said they all cry for the return of the Attitude Era, but when they gave him a little taste of the Attitude Era last week by mocking Jerry Lawler's heart attack, he didn't really like it. Um, yeah, he has a point there. I was saying, which I was sat there nodding, going, yeah. He's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Punk takes the mic and says, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Bret Hart, Undertaker. Wayne, uh, Dewey, Dewey at first. Yeah. Dewey, Dewey, sorry, Dewey. <laughs> they all couldn't do it. None of them reached 365 days in a single title reign. Can't say John Cena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. though he will surpass John Cena. Yeah. Uh, Punk says tonight isn't about honouring the past year; it's about looking forward to the future. Uh, and he says he won't stop until July 2018 on the 217th episode of WWE main event when he passes Bruno San Martino as the longest reigning champion of all time. Heyman then talks about San Martino and says he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame but says San Martino never could have beat Punk. He says Hulk Hogan never could have beat Punk. Steve Austin could never have beat Punk and at the Royal Rumble they will prove that The Rock could never beat CM Punk. Punk talks about the odds being stacked against him at Survivor Series and then Ryback came out. Ryback was on his way to the ring as he was cut off by Ambrose Rollins and Reigns, who fight him um, through the ring. They uh, they stop him down and uh, and the fight continues. Punk hides in the corner as Ryback brawls with the three NXT stars. They drag him out of the ring, beat him down at ringside. The announce table is cleared and they powerbomb through it again, just like at Survivor Series. Heyman looks on from the floor and they look up. Punk's in the ring. Punk goes over to where Ryback is laid out on the floor, yells at him that he's the best in the world, and Heyman starts applauding. Raw goes off over with Punk standing over Ryback. So again, no confirmation. That Reigns, Rollins, and Ambrose are working with right. Punk and Heyman. We'll get it eventually. I hope they're going to be called the Shield. We'll move on to that line. The Shield. <coughs> so um, SmackDown. Yeah, so I know nothing about what. Yeah, this SmackDown, is this but... is this is where I said, oh, do you, do, uh, is it job like tactics me? Because this really annoyed me. But okay, we'll so uh, the uh, SmackDown starts with uh, Miss TV. The Miss is in the ring welcoming the audience to the show. He says he has a lot of questions for the person who's about to be on his show, and introduces John Cena. The Miss starts asking Cena some personal questions, and also asks Cena about his injury. Cena says he thought he was going to get tough questions, so the Miss says 
Um, he thinks Cena and AJ might have been friends before, but there's something more between them now. The Miz wants Cena to give him answers as AJ hits the ring. AJ says Cena does not have to answer anything. The Miz asks if they are in love. Dolph Ziggler then interrupts at the top of the stage, and he says Cena's is a good guy, but uh, AJ's a bad egg. He says if it was not for AJ kissing him, then he could not be set up. Uh, set up. He says uh, if she did not burst into the men's locker room, then Cena might not have gone and mess his knee up. He tells Cena that if he was him, he would have feelings for AJ too, but he would also hate her guts. I think he comes out onto the stage and tells Cena's girl, his girlfriend needs to learn how to take care of her impulses. She says Dolph is right, AJ's pitiful, sad and weak. She says Dolph knows how to kiss a woman, and that is uh, powerful and authoritative. Doesn't sound right when it comes from Vicky, does it? Yeah, <laughs> Cena no. says there's a, that's a lie, since there's no medical proof that she is in fact a woman. <laughs> uh, Vicky says that she's all woman. Oh, uh, Dolph says they have a professional relationship. He says if he kissed AJ, it would bring out the real woman in her. Dolph says Cena and AJ deserve each other. They're two weak losers. Cena disagrees. He says Dolph and Vicky are the ones who deserve each other. One enjoys eating a lot of nuts, and the other is looking to find his. <laughs> Cena wishes them a good day as we go to commercial. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. Awesome. We, uh, we then move into our first match of the evening as Ryback goes one-on-one -on -one with Darren Young with Titus O'Neil on commentary. Oh, uh, to my knowledge, Washcloth was not mentioned, oh. but uh, Ryback won. Uh, O'Neill has a mic, he gets in the ring and asks Ryback if he's out of his mind, he says Young is valued at millions and millions of dollars. Millions of dollars, millions of, sorry. And he might have hurt him. He blows his whistle at Ryback frantically, Ryback kicks him in the gut and hits him with shell shock. <laughs> is there any Pronto players merch by the way? Yes, there's a t-shirt I think. Fuck yeah. It costs a bit though. It costs millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. R-Truth and Antonio Cesaro in a non-title match. Um, R-Truth won. Setting up the rematch, I suppose, for TLC. Yeah, but shouldn't yeah. there have been the rematch, or have I missed something? No, he has to earn a rematch. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sheamus is walking backstage. Booker T walks up to him and tells him that he can't go into the locker room. He says he hit Big Show with a chair at least 30 times. Sheamus says Big Show deserved it. Booker T says he cannot let him compete tonight. And Sheamus is not happy about this. Booker says, Sheamus, uh, Booker says, as Survivor Series, uh, Big Show got disqualified on purpose. And so at TLC, they will be having a chair match. Imagine my surprise. Sheamus is now satisfied. Booker then invites Sheamus to watch the show from the VIP seats. Sheamus says it sounds good and asks if Big Show is going to be competing tonight. Booker says he is against Kane and Daniel Bryan in a two-on-one match. Uh -huh. uh, Sin Cara fails Del Rio. Yeah. Sin Cara faced Del Rio in a one-on-one -on -one match. Del Rio won because he never loses on TV. Exactly. Uh, Kane is sitting backstage looking at his title. Daniel Bryan walks in and tells Kane to stay out of his way tonight. Bryan says long before he teamed with Kane, he beat the Big Show in 45 seconds. <laughs> Kane asks him if he thinks that will happen again. Brian says yes. Kane says no. <laughs> Kane says he and Big Show used to be tag team champions, but even then Big Show whined a lot. He says Brian and Big Show have got a lot in common. He says they should team up and call themselves Team No Show. <laughs> Brian asks if Kane says this because he did not invite him to his house for Thanksgiving. Kane says maybe. Brian says he would, have, he, he would not have liked it. It was a vegan turkey. Brian says if they win, he can go to his house for Christmas. Kane asks if he can beat up Santa Claus. Brian says sure. Love these guys. You've got to love Team Hell No. Big Show versus Team Hell No. Big Show wins. And Christmas is cancelled for Team Hell No. <laughs> Kane Big walks show. back. Uh, 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 it's clean or. Was, was, what? No, it was clean. It well, it's clean as can be in a two well, on one. I, I, no, I meant that like, was, was Bride and Kane arguing for it or what? No, bits and pieces. But, no, no. Didn't cheat to win, per se. Uh, Kane walks back into the ring after the match finishes. He looks at Bride on the floor. Uh, Big Show runs at Kane and Kane ducks a KO punch from the Big Show. Both have each other by the throats. Brian attacks Show's legs and Kane kicks him out of the ring. 
Kane looks at Brian in the ring and as Big Show grabs the mic on the stage. He looks at Sheamus watching from the suite and congratulates him. He says at TLC they have a chairs match. Big Show asks Sheamus if he thought about the fact that a giant might have a chair in his hand this time. Sheamus is shouting back from the skybox as Big Show heads backstage. Barrett makes his way to the ring to join commentary as Kofi Kingston defends the Intercontinental Championship against Damian Sandow. Sandow lost as another member of a tag team in the WWE loses. <laughs> Um, uh, this means that Barrett will be fighting Kofi for the IC Championship. So Barrett gets on the announcer's table. He congratulates Kofi and says Kofi's best won't be enough to beat him. Barrett says that Kofi will just be another victim of his barrage. Amen. They've heard a lot about his barrage. You have to really see it. You will when he wins the title. <laughs> the, uh, the main event of the evening was Dolph Ziggler versus Randy Orton in a rematch uh, from the uh, last two people in the uh, in the uh, Team Foley versus Team Ziggler match. And not championship. I think that champions we mentioned were correct, yes. Uh, Ziggler game went over in yeah, right. uh, what I'm informed was a good match. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really say. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez slides into the ring and gets an RKO. Um, oh, it was Del Rio that kind of cost him uh, all the match. Uh, um, but uh, Del Rio then decides to back off after Orton tries to call him into the ring. Uh, Ziggler has left the ring at this point and is at the top of the ramp. John Cena then came out of nowhere and attacked him and locked him in the SDF. Uh, the referees were running out to break it up as Ziggler was tapping out like a second game now, I, I'm noticing that Ziggler's starting to pick up a lot of wins. I think it's about time for that cash into the... Uh, I'll say, he needs to pick up a few wins. Because... Most of them, he's losing. Yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, because, but, 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 but ultimately, here's the thing. Actually, we'll leave that in a minute, because we're going to talk about a possible TLC match in a minute. We'll right. talk about it then. But, um... Um, what did I want to? Uh, oh, Seamus said. Uh, Seamus tweeted um, on November twenty-first, so just before, just after this Survivor Series, that a new era is coming in the WWE, the World Warrior Era. Celtic fighting is a style of ferocious and brutally intense brawls. Irregardless of the outcome, it will lead a new era in the hashtag WWE, the Warrior Era. The cometh of the new hashtag World Warrior Era reminds me. Um, to be in awe of at WWE Big Show for standing tall after that chair beating. Hashtag respect. Um, WWE Spanish announcer Marcelo Rodriguez. He replaced Hugo Savinovich. Oh, yeah. Um, on Twitter, he um, spoke about the fact that the Rollins, Ambrose and Reigns group is going to be called The Shield. Uh, Marcelo proved some clarification for this on Tuesday. Uh, and said that the uh, he got the name because uh, when the group attacked Survivor Series, uh, group attacked at Survivor Series, the shields or badges on their uniforms had the name the Shield on them. There's still no confirmation on what the group will be called. I like the idea of the Shield. So that's a catchy name. It's better than the band. <laughs> Can't get it worse than the band, but you know. Uh, Rock was in. Uh, Rock's obviously still in London, finishing up some Fast Six stuff. Um, he's been uh, granting some wishes uh, for kids for, for kids in England on uh, on the set, um, which is pretty cool. Obviously, uh, a lot of fans are wondering why NXT star Cassius Ono, the former Chris Hero, didn't uh, the former Chris Hero sorry didn't debut with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and, and Romeo Reigns. Um, we know recently that W officials were talking about bringing some NXT stars up to the main roster, and the Survivor Series angle was the result of that. Ono was never talked about being uh, in regards to being brought into the main roster. Now officials are high on Ono, but the feeling is that he needs more seasoning before being called up. Uh, multiple sources mention these days that Vince McMahon is going back and forth on creative decisions more than ever. Yeah, the result of that was the Survivor Series card. They can't. They, they, they need to figure out a plan and stick with it because all these changes just got a bit confusing. Yeah. It it, it makes no. Well, it does make sense. Don't get me wrong, because you know it sums up. Yeah. But you can't 
you know, you can't make a decision. And the decision's about to execute, go, no, 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 we're going to do this instead. Or as you've executed it, like the Team Foley, Team team Punk thing, you can't execute it on TV and then go, no, no, we're going to change it. Because it leaves everybody else, it leaves us going, so you think what the fuck? you think the, uh, the Rollins, Reigns and Ambrose thing would have happened at the end of Punk? So it would have been like Punk and Ryback, the last two left. Yeah. And that's how Punk won the Survivor Series match would be... I think so, yeah. That would, do you think that that would, would, that, that would have been yeah. part of the plan anyway. Yeah. And it just They transgressed it to the yeah. main event. Yeah? I thought that. I was just saying you guys yeah. have the same theory as me. Um, uh, we are covering our random uh, media interview of the week from WWE. Um, promoting WrestleMania uh, 29 at the MetLife Stadium in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, be there or be square. Uh, Paul Triple H Levesque. He's actually listed as Paul Triple H Levesque. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, he is, of course, the executive vice president of talent and live events. Uh, he appeared on a uh, FM's The Morning Buzz. During a radio interview, he explained that he cut off his trademark ponytail in September because wearing it on a daily basis in corporate environment had become an increasing nuisance. Uh, to be honest, the hair actually didn't uh, have uh, that much to do with the corporate position as much as it did with for years when I was wrestling and I wore my hair down all the time. I'd go through airports whenever I let my hair down. It didn't matter. Uh, just in the corporate environment, I was wearing my hair up all the time. It got to be such a pain in the last year and a half. I've been dying to cut it off. It just started to become the bane of my existence. Uh, my hair every day, you know, I never wore it down. I couldn't wait for the time when I could finally get rid of it. Uh, it's the weirdest thing to me, though. It wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't really put that much thought into it. And then I literally did it in the morning, drove to the office. There were a couple of people outside. I took a few pictures as I was walking in. I went inside. I got upstairs. It wasn't even minutes later. Someone came, came up to me and said, Dude, roll over TMZ. Because you got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I just remember the internet blowing up. Because oh, my like, God, he's kind of saying, What the fuck? I just looked at him and went, He looks like Bobby Root. <laughs> Have you been sitting down and thinking to yourself, what is going to be the theme music for The Shield? It has to be something just, you know... Well, I can tell you now that PWTorch.com is reporting that the entrance theme for the new song is rumoured to be a song titled I'm Telling You by Cincinnati-based band Damn It To Hell. Now, has anybody actually heard this? No. This is the first time I've ever read this. Ah. Well, I need to try and find that. We will yeah. find... Well, i tell you what I'll do. I will, uh, I will make uh, Damn It To Hell... Uh, if I can find it after this, I will make it uh, the song that we play out with. Fuck yeah. yeah. I will add it I will add it as the song we play out on. Um, but Dusty Rhodes talking about the uh, the uh, the Ambrose Rollins and Reigns group um, to WB.com. Obviously, Dusty Rhodes is uh, the uh, NXT uh, commissioner or interim general manager or something. I don't know what he's yeah, he, he, uh, he talks about the new faction, and uh, here are some of the highlights of what Dusty said. Well, uh, asked, when asked why are they targeting Ryback, Dusty said they picked the right guy because sometimes the way to become the next big thing is by going after the biggest dog in the yard. They really believe, um, you know, they talked to him about this, he said. The guys like Ryback are just one-dimensional, and that's quoting those three guys. Um, when asked about the group making an impact, he said, in our developmental system, there's one thing we're, we're always preaching, make an impact. I'm not condoning the action of these three guys, but uh, they see the youth movement, they see the Kofi Kingstons and the Damian Sandals, and they want to be a part of it. I always told them, if you see the opportunity, you have to take it. As their coach and teacher and mentor, as well as being GM of NXT, I know all these kids, are, and when they're told to step up to the plate and hit a home run, Ambrose, Rollins and Reigns just got tired of seeing the other guys go out there making money that could be theirs. They want to be on the WWE roster, and they want to knock down doors. Now, did anybody else read that in Dusty Rhodes' voice? Or is it just me? No. Nah, once in there, just like, if you will. 
Uh, you pick the right guy if you will, because sometimes the <laughs> way come to make the film. When they're talking about the Cover Kingston. The Kingston of the Damien Sandow. Um, <laughs> full, uh, this um, is a full content listing for the upcoming top 100 moments in Raw history. Um, so I can tell you what the top 100 moments in Raw history are. Let's go. Uh, number 100. Uh, see, but it doesn't really go into it. Yeah. Silent Stare, is that Chris Jericho? Silent Stare, I assume, is Jericho. Um, um, Taker and Triple H. There we go, that's the one, yeah. yeah. Oh, Tito with Santino, that was oh, funny. Should we just go through the top 10? Yeah. yeah so. Okay. The WrestleMania. 16 challenge, uh, 26 challenge. So that's Rock and Cena. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Raw Nitro simulcast is at number nine. Yeah. Rock concert, the original one. Oh yes. Um, DX Mox the Nation at number seven. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, the number one draft pick. That was uh, John Cena. John Cena uh, debuting on Raw. Uh, CM Punk's pipe bomb. Yeah. Um, Tyson and Austin at number four. Yeah. Chris Jericho's debut on number three. Uh, the Rock and Mankind's This Is Your Life at number two, and at number one it is the beer bath. I'm sure I would have had the beer bath as number one. But. I knew Bishop was at number 17. I, 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 that was quite shocking. One, two, three, kid upsetting Razor Ramon at number 20. Um, May Young powerbomb through a table at 28. Triple X returns to Raw at number 23. Choppy Choppy PP at 40. Oh, Jesus! Choppy Choppy PP. That was, that, that was when... Oh, God, I've had yeah, Goldberg debuts at 51. Miz Cash Evolution at 49. The Miz Cash is in. Money in the Bank, 58. Sean Marcus Fellow uh, speech sixty four. Donald Trump being uh, being the new chairman of WWE sixty five. An hour in England seventy six. That was a great match. Mister McMahon is bald eighty six. Snitsky punt kicks Kane and Lita's baby eight, uh, ninety. Uh, are you ready for some wrestling ninety four? That was the NFL thing. That was oh funny. God, yeah. And uh, tea time with Santino was ninety nine. So yeah, seems like we're quite good DVD to watch anyway. We'll have another content listing in a minute for the uh, best of uh, 2012 pay-per-view DVD. Um, <coughs> as of Monday night, the matches planned for December's WBTLC pay-per-view include R-Truth vs. Sarah for the United States title. Yeah or nay? Yay. Continues the feed. Wayne Barrett vs. Kofi Kingston for the IC title. As long as Barrett gets the title, yes. Come on, Kofi. And Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara vs. Darren Young and Titus O'Neil vs. Kane and Daniel Bryan in a ladder match for the tag team titles. Prime time players. There's also talk of ending the feud between Randy Orton and Del Rio in a last man standing match or something similar at TLC. I agree, exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was just that. Uh, what was that about the attendance of Survivors? 8,500? Was that it? Heavily papered around. Holy crap! Wow. Interesting. That's what happens when you constantly change your car. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, two weeks ago on WWE event, the feature match saw Tag Team Champions Daniel Bryan defeat Damian Sandow and Cody Rhodes. This match was where Cody went down with his uh, Rhodes went down with his injury. Sorry. There was a lot of talk about changing the titles in this match, but for whatever reason, they chose not to. Hmm. Would you rather see? I mean, if you were thinking of all the tag teams challenging Team Hell None at the moment, is right. it Team Rhodes Scholars? Is that the one? I know for you, it's Primetime Blairs. Oh yeah. But, uh, Mr. But Jones, Red scholars I, are up there. I, 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 just, I just don't think they should drop the titles to anyone at the moment. I don't think they should. I don't think they should ever drop the titles. I think Daniel Bryan should always be the tag team champion. I agree. By himself. <laughs> Honestly, I, I actually care about tag team wrestling in WWE. Daniel Bryan's awesome. 
Actually, with this next bit of news, it might get a bit more interesting. With, uh, with Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns being brought up to the main roster, the next group of guys to rise in NXT look to be Big E Langston, uh, Bray Wyatt, who's obviously formerly Husky That's Harris, right, yeah. uh, his brother, Bo Dallas, and the tag team of The Ascension, which yes. is Conor O'Brien and Kenneth Cameron. Uh, the Ascension uh, have a great ring entrance and, and packaging you know, as a team. Plus, they developed a lot of double team moves from the old 1980s heel tag teams. And now, of course, there being a lot of emphasis on tag teams in WWE, they may be brought up together quite soon. I love the Ascension. I'm a big fan. They are awesome. Uh, I've always liked Conor O'Brien. So Conor O'Brien's a shit member. Though, I think. The, the I like Conor Kenneth, Kenneth Cameron is awesome. He could, he could, if he, he could break out as a singles wrestler. You know, give him time. Isn't Kenneth Cameron British as well? I think so. Yeah. But the Ascension are awesome tag team. They bring them up, they'll just get that much better. I, I, if they do bring them up at some point, look for them to be tattoo champions by this time next year. Okay. So, yeah. as I said before, the uh, the content listing for the best of 2012 DVD uh, pay-per-view matches has been released. See, now, mm. you, you've got my... You, you've, I've let you marvel one from 2011. Do you not feel that there are some matches on these DVDs that you think, do you know what? They're good, but shouldn't you have this match or that match on it? Yeah. Well, as I say, let's let's go. I, I'll take you. We'll talk about the matches as best as we can remember. I mean, I'll, I'll you know we'll say whether you think they should be on a, on this DVD. So the first match is uh, the WWE Championship match from the Royal Rumble this year. CM Punk versus Dolph Ziggler. Special guest referee John Laurinaitis. Yes. Yeah, that's good. It's great match. Great, great. You know, it's a decent match. Great to start the year off. I think for me, this DVD should have at least one match for every pay per view. Yeah, I agree. And if I was going to have a match from the Royal Rumble, it would be that. Yeah. I, I think some pay-per-views were quite poor, so maybe I'll skip some. <laughs> um, the Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship is next. Daniel Bryan defending against Big Show, Carly, Morella, Barrett, and Rhodes. I like, I agree with this match, just because... It, it, I honestly thought Santino was going to become world champion, so I think maybe it should be on just for that. Yeah, <laughs> is the, the Santino, you know, made himself a star that night. He, he you know, people thought him as a joke before that. And, well, yeah, he's kind of regressed again now, but... <laughs> After that, people were like, do you know what? Santino's becoming the real deal, and now he's just gone back to how he was before as a comedy actor. If he'd have kept on the same vein as he was in this match, you know, I, I think he'd, he'd have been a lot more. <coughs> what's the word of credible? Yeah, that's the word. He had a lot more credibility had he continued the same vein as this match because it looked like he was he, he could have been he could have become champion. He wasn't going to, but it made people believe that he was going to win the belt. I like that so match. You, you two are saying like it was a good thing. I was sat there going, well, no, I, it was I, a I shot. swear to fucking God. Well, no, because it was a shot. I'm not saying him yeah. winning the title would be a good thing, don't get me wrong. But it was like, yeah. is he actually going to win this thing? I mean, you know, he's just he's just moaning through people. It, it was, it was, was when, he, when he hit the Cobra, you were like, I don't fucking believe it. Yeah. I mean, when he went into the match, I was like, well, that's Antino in one time match. Yeah. And then, you know, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what, rubber ever. And then, you know, people were like, what the fuck is he in one time match for? And then... He showed you why he's in the title match. You know, he stepped up that night. I'm not saying he's going to be ch- champion in time yeah. soon, but he stepped up that night and put on a, you know, a brilliant performance. Okay, so the uh, the last match on disc one is the end of an era Hell in a Cell match between Triple H and The Undertaker. Obviously, Shawn Michaels is a special guest referee. I'm pissed off this match wasn't on the DVD. Yeah. But I was just to memory remains on the way here. <laughs> just I've just realised a match that isn't on this DVD. What's that? And we'll get to it in a minute. All right. But uh, yeah, obviously the end of an era has to be on there. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it was this the memory remains on the way here, and I could just all I could picture in my head was Hell in a Cell just dropping, 
the uh, the uh, the next match on uh, the first match on disc two is of course once in a lifetime, uh, The Rock and John Cena. Again, we'll be, I'll be pissed off if this wasn't on. It was a good match. Um, Deanie, Rock John Cena has to be on there, of course. Yeah, it kind of has to. Wait, guys, I'm missing something. What yeah. matches are on there? Uh, okay, so, well, so the next pay view, the oh. next pay view of the year was Extreme Rules. We don't have any matches on that, despite being the best pay view of the year and having match of the yeah, year. Yeah, wait, there you go. Rock Lesnar versus John Cena is not on this DVD. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Yeah, now you just mentioned Extreme Rules, and I was like, wait, what the hell? Why? <laughs> I don't know what's not here. So Extreme Rules. What? <laughs> is it on a Blu-ray exclusive? What the? What's going on here? Brian, um, no, it's no. not even on the Blu-ray exclusives. I, that I, is a that is ridiculous. Yeah, that is really bad. <laughs> so the next match, yeah. uh, we go to Over the Limit, where we have to have some kind of Divas match on the disc. Um, so it's Layla versus Beth Phoenix. I don't know. Is this one Layla won? I don't. I, know. I think that's when Layla came back. I do. Yeah, I think that was it. Was it? Was over the, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah. when, yeah, when when everyone was going, yeah, it's Karma. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Layla. Yeah. Her music kit, and I went, "It's Michelle McCool." It wasn't. It was Layla. <laughs> <laughs> Remember at the time thinking, "Oh, cool, Layla's back," and now I think, "Could you just go away with yeah. the rest of the divas, <laughs> apart from AJ?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just um, AJ here. The next match was uh, Christian cashing in the opportunity he won earlier on in the night of No Way Out for also his return, People's Power Battle Royal. People Power Battle Royal, sorry. When he became an Intercontinental Champion by defeating uh, uh, Mr. Rhodes. It was a good match, but I don't know if it should be on the best of. Come on, considering they've left out for my... Uh, from yeah, the best, one of the considering, best Considering the Considering year. they're leaving out what I tell you now will be my pick for match of the year. Because there ain't nothing planned for TLC that's going to change my mind. Is there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Christian winning the Intercontinental Championship. Um, we then have the no disqualification match for the WWE Championship uh, between CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, where AJ was a special guest referee from Money in the Bank. I would have had that match from Over the Limit. I think that was a much better match. Yeah, definitely. Much, much better match. I agree completely. Um, it's just a more interesting match because AJ's, you know, friends with the mix. Yeah, that's like I think that's purely it. It's because AJ was the referee in that one. Yeah. Wasn't involved in the Over the Limit, which wasn't involved directly in the uh, Over the Limit match. But uh, the next match, um, another one that's an obvious pick of, uh, for me is. Uh, the, uh, the Perfect Storm uh, match oh, from yeah. SummerSlam, Triple H versus Brock Lesnar. Also, Brock Lesnar is allowed on the DVD then. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> Triple H, Brock Lesnar, for me, uh, again, one of, the, one of the matches of the year. I know some people didn't like it. They thought it was really slow and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, you, you're not, you're not going to get, you know, it's not going to be like your Dolph Ziggler type match. I mean, well, let's be honest, I've, I've made it pretty obvious since we started doing that show, but slow and methodical and psychological. and so That's my yeah. wheelhouse. That's what I like to see. So well, these for me, two guys, you're going to get slow and methodical. You're gonna, you know, you're going to get hard hitting. You're not going to get, you know, you see them punk Daniel Bryan, you know, classic five-star chain wrestling. You're going to get them two yeah. beating the shit out of each other. not going to say catches. I mean, I'm, they can do catches. Oh, yeah, no, don't They can do that. But their styles now... But that wasn't that wasn't what that match was about. Compared to, compared to their... The build... For, I mean, I mean uh, so, sorry to talk sorry. over you, but, you know, the build for that match, the... The, the way that, you know, it was never confirmed to be a, a no disqualification match until yeah. you saw, you know, Triple H tell Scott um, Scott yeah. Armstrong, don't blow, you know, don't don't call this match for anything other than pinfall or submission until, you know, in the pre-show right before the match. It was it was built really well, and I know you weren't a massive fan of it, Dean, but I, I, I really do think, it, for me, it is in my top three matches of the year. Uh, no, don't get me wrong, I thought it was a good match. I, 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 I won't watch it again. I can't really want to sit through that. But, yeah, it was alright, I just, I don't know, I think, I, I think the build-up, sometimes I think the build-up sort of <coughs> shadows the match a bit, it puts a bit too much on it. 
and I think right. I was expecting a little bit more, but I still enjoyed the match, so I can't complain about being on there. No, but here's the thing, when it comes to this match, like, yeah, they can both do chain wrestling, you know, they, they can both do, you know, stuff like that, but this isn't built as a wrestling match. Yeah. This is built as a fight. They're not going to go out there and, you know, do different variations of suplexes, you know, headlocks and wrist locks. They're going to go out there and punch the shit out of each other. This is not going to be a wrestling match in any shape or form. And that's what I like about it. They just went in there and beat the crap out of each other for about 25 to 30 minutes. And it was all, it, you know, it told a story. And the story was that Brock Lesnar is the fucking man. <laughs> uh, next on the DVD is a couple of matches from United Champions now. Uh, Randy Orton versus Dolph Ziggler. I remember this match being all that. They've had better matches on TV. This match, that, that, this match is the first I, do you know, I remember this match. I remember watching it for the first time and going, that was shit. And I remember watching it for the second time and thinking that, that wasn't actually as bad as I, as yeah. I made out. It's so, not as good as some of the matches I've had on TV, but it's a good match, don't get me wrong. The other match from Night Champions is the uh, the infamous uh, draw between uh, CM Punk and John Cena. Mm. I don't see why that match is on there. Yeah, I don't. It's just for the fact they have kind of Again, CM Punk, CM Punk and John Cena have had better matches on TV. Yeah. yeah. It's just for the fact they can have, oh, look, we've got Simple versus John Cena. The thing I really enjoyed the match. It was the finish that people didn't like. I, the lead up, to, the lead up to the finish, I thought was really good. I really thoroughly enjoyed that match. Mm. So I have no problem with that being on there, to be honest. And uh, finally, the uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match from Hell in a Cell between Big Show and Sheamus. Now that match should be on. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I can't really agree match. with Sheamus. Oh, sorry, with Big Show being on this DVD, but yeah, yes, I agree. That was great. Uh, if you buy the Blu-ray. You uh, you get four exclusive matches, which are the uh, ambulance match between John Cena and Kane from Elimination Chamber, which I actually thought was quite good. I, I didn't like I it. Didn't like I it. didn't like it at all. So. The two out of three falls match from Extreme Rules between Sheamus and Daniel Bryan. I did like that match. I vaguely remember. It was a great The match. SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder match, where Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Tensai, Santino Morella, Damian Sandow, Tyson Kidd, Cody Rhodes, and Sin Cara went that Dolph Ziggler nearly killed himself. Can you really say Sin Cara? He was in it. Like leave about three seconds in or something. No, no, that was 2011 when Sheamus powerbombed him through the ladder. Oh God, yeah. And then the uh, the WWE Championship uh, having a cell match between CM Punk and Ryback. I don't know why that match was that match wasn't that good in my opinion. You also have Ryback on nothing. You also have some backstage pay per view access videos which normally are on the uh, WWE on YouTube channel. CM Punk discussing his match at the Royal Rumble. Sheamus discussing his involvement at Elimination Chamber. Obviously, he came out after and attacked Daniel Bryan, uh, oh, yeah. basically signaling where he was going to WrestleMania. Layla discussing her comeback match at Extreme Rules. Christian discussing him going over over the limit and becoming IC champion. Paul Heyman discussing Brock Lesnar's match at SummerSlam. The Miz discussing his match at SummerSlam, which isn't on the disc. <laughs> John Cena discussing his match at SummerSlam, which isn't on the disc. <laughs> And CM Punk discussing his match at SummerSlam. Which, which isn't on the disc. Which isn't on the disc because it's also with John Cena. <laughs> this you. DVD makes no sense. Thank you, WWE. This and DVD makes no fucking sense. I don't understand. This makes much sense as um, booking. This is true. CM Punk <laughs> was, uh, was the was the, um, uh, the Grand Master, or whatever they call it, for the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Parade in Chicago uh, on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Um, there was, uh, obviously, there will be some footage, I think, on WBTV this week. There were WBTV cameras there. But uh, there is a picture circling around of um, Punk and Leah on the uh, on the back of the car that um, Punk was showing them. So yeah, just uh, holding some sort of holding some sort of ugly dog. Yeah. Hang on, let me see. If I no way to talk about Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this picture a little bit bigger, shall we? I'm the best of the world. Here's my little pooch. <laughs> Here's my doggy. 
How manly can how can how can you try and be manly walking around with a dog like that? Oh, there you go, it's a dog and the belt, and he's wearing some sort of gay T-shirt. Yeah, that is not a nice T-shirt. Yeah. So Chat, yeah. Chat, 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 oh, I can't believe I just did that. The, 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 the yeah. camp champ. <laughs> he was. He was looking a bit camp. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, the uh, the um, the news uh, that I opened this page for wasn't the picture of CM Punk. It was a uh, WWE officials have been building towards a mixed tag match with John Cena and AJ versus Vicky Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler. But with Tamina be, uh, being introduced into the storyline, she may end up being Ziggler's partner. I'm all for that as oh. long as it doesn't involve Vicky Guerrero wrestling. I was actually going to say when they did the Tamina thing, I thought that's good because if they are going towards a mixed tag, it means Vicky's not in it. I I'm all for that. All for that. Okay, so um, now I'm going to tell you, did you see the picture that Miz tweeted earlier on this week of the uh, bus that's travelling around New York City? Yes. And on this bus was, uh, hang on a minute, I'm going to use the SNS. It was AJ. I'm going to use the SNS Facebook page because they've got the picture. It was AJ, um, The Rock, oh there we go. Oh yeah, so it's um, Rey Mysterio, Brock Lesnar, Big Show, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, and AJ. Now, basically, this caused everyone to, you know, do their fucking bollocks because CM Punk wasn't on the side of the bus. Okay? Okay, but he's not on that side of the bus. Ultimately, he's not on that side of the bus, and that's just because The Miz didn't have a fucking panoramic camera view. You know what I mean? But, um, my first thought, and I said this to Dean last night, and he didn't agree with me, my first thought wasn't CM Punk isn't on there. The Rock isn't on there! He's also on the other side. I say, he's going to be on the other side. He's also on the other side, but my first thought wasn't, oh my God, CM Punk is on there. My first thought is, oh my God, the person that's going to make this pay-per-view sell over a fucking million buys, uh, do over a million buys, mm. is on the side of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, no, no offense, I'm not going to go, my issue is Daniel Bryan is. He's a tag team champion. Oh my God, no, Kane's a tag team champion. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, look, see, yeah, there we go, see, the other side of the bus. CM Punk, Kane, Kane. The Rock, Triple H, The Miz, and Randy Orton on the other side of the there bus. There we go. <laughs> I don't know what people did. The nuts is a fucking bus. <laughs> a bus. Yeah. You didn't do your bollocks last year when there was a Cena bus driving around and a Rock bus driving around, but there's no Daniel Bryan bus. Where's, where's, exactly. where's the Jericho bus? Where's the Jericho <laughs> where's the, bus? Where's the Jericho bus? Jericho bus. Where's the end of an era bus? No, because that's not what anyone's fucking buying. Oh, I was buying them. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... And I know this sounds horrible, okay? But WWE are clever as fuck when it comes to this. Because, yes, we're going to buy that pay-per-view because we want to see, you know, all the matches. Well, maybe not all the matches. They're going to be a deal with the matches. Yeah, exactly. Maria Menounos will probably be involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Then there's at least one more minute but, to wrestle. But you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? We're going to buy it because we, we're, we're going to be watching the pay-per-view. I mean, we buy, you know, we bought Survivor Series. Well, I, I bought Survivor Series. I, we buy, I buy every pay-per-view. We're going we're gonna to watch every pay-per-view no matter what. Okay? But... For people that are just buying, people that are just like, oh, it's WrestleMania season, and we have friends who aren't big, a bigger wrestling fans than us, and only take uh, interest when it comes to WrestleMania season. Yeah. They're more interested when you say, yeah, you know, Brock Lesnar and The Rock's going to be there. They don't care when you say, yeah, CM Punk's got another match. You know, he had a match every month. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. To them, that doesn't matter to them. He's That's every month. So, what is saying them. WrestleMania to the casual fan is The Rock and yeah. Brock Lesnar. This is and, what, this then, is. And, and The Undertaker and, and things like that. By the way, a uh, little uh, off note is The Undertaker has been in discussions with WWE and uh, he is open to a big match in the near oh, future. Oh, thank fuck. It, it, all it said was a big match in the near future. It didn't say WrestleMania, really? but you have to assume. Yeah. I mean, like, like, people, like, people would um, complain about The Rock coming in and you know being in WrestleMania in the main event. Look at the bar rate. 
Look how much money they made from it. Here, here's the thing for me, and ultimately, you, you can you can lay the blame at WWE's door. You can, I, I think, for for me, the, the 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 blame lays partly at WWE's door and partly at talent's door. Right. But they wouldn't have to bring The Rock and Brock Lesnar and Triple H and Austin right. and and the Undertaker. And you know, do stuff like that. Yeah, superstar. You know, they wouldn't have to bring back old superstars if the new superstars are doing something. And and I do lay part of the blame at WWE Creative, but also the talent themselves. You look at the, 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 it has to lay at the talent store as well because there are people in this company that WWE had no intention of pushing and have forced themselves to be pushed. I know it's push finished, but look at Zack Ryder. Oh, he yeah. was he he was on the fired list. He was on the list to be fired, and he made himself he relevant. That. Made I know, obviously, and he made himself become United States champion. And I know, obviously, Zack Ryder's push is finished and WWE didn't use him properly, and, and we can have that talk, to, we can have that talk to the cows come home. But he made himself relevant, and he made it impossible for WWE to ignore him. He worked his absolute arse off to get to, to get noticed, and it paid off for him. And I have nothing but the respect for Zack Ryder for how much work he put in to keep himself in a job, let alone make himself, you know, as over as he was in late 2011, because he was over like fucking robot. Like Madison Square Garden was rocking when you yeah. know, Mas- he had Madison everywhere Square Garden. you went was New York Ryan. Yeah. Everywhere you went, he had them rocking. It was ridiculous. And I go back to an interview that I heard with Edge before WrestleMania last year, where people asked him, you know, what was your opinions on the superstars complaining because Rock's you know in the main event of WrestleMania? He's like, well, if the superstars are complaining that the Rock's there, go and do something about it. You want the main event, you go and work, you go and earn it. Don't sit there complaining about it. Get better. You want the main event, you get better, so they don't have to call him back. And I was like, spot on. Edge's got right on the money. If they don't want him to be in the main event, do something about it. Make yourself ready and get yourself to the main event and make sure they don't have to keep Look calling at Punk. people back. Punk did the same thing. Yeah. Punk made it to the point, you know, Punk got to the point where the cheers, even though he was heel, were becoming noticeable. Yeah. And then Punk was gonna, decided he was going to leave. He did. Now, whether Punk did that because he wanted to leave and he was tired, or whether Punk did it because he saw this is a great opportunity to hold the company up and mm-hmm. for them to realise how important he was to the company. It worked. Either way, it worked. And now he is that he is he's past the Randy Orton. He is the second biggest name in the company. Yeah. He's past Randy Orton. Randy Orton is now third. Yeah. He is the second biggest name in the company. Definitely. I agree, but I I think it. <laughs> See, the problem is, right, and I have all the respect for Zack Ryder and what he did and stuff like that, but I think there's a big difference between doing that to like what Zack Ryder did and doing it to be basically one of the top guys in the company. I, I think it's a lot harder because, like I said, it is a case of, and we say it all the time, it's WWE, when they push someone, it's, it's like they, they either forget they're pushing them or they just decide, on, it's like, alright, we're going to push him. Okay, his music's here. But I don't like the way he's walked out. No, we're going to pull this bush. We're going to end it. <laughs> no, and, but the, and even if they do push someone, it's normally, and then we go to the biggest match and they can jump to Cena. Granted, that hasn't been the case this year, which has been great, and CM Punk has had his thing, and I, I again, CM Punk did brilliantly need to sort of get himself up there, but most of the talent don't don't get that opportunity to actually do it. They, they go out there and they do have great matches. But is that really a problem if you're in a company? If you're being br- if you're being billed as a heel, you hmm. must know that eventually you are Cena food. You must know that is the ultimate conclusion for you being a heel. Right. Your ultimate conclusion is any. If, if you want to be a big heel, your ultimate conclusion is to face the biggest face. Yeah. And in that situation, it doesn't matter who the biggest face is, whether it be Cena or whether it be Tensai is the yeah. biggest face. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who it is. If you're the biggest face, eventually you may get some wins as the biggest heel, but eventually the biggest face is going to come over. Yeah. Whether yeah. it be Cena, whether it be Orton, whether it be 
Punk, whether it be Miz, whether yeah. it be, you know, whoever it is, if you are considered the biggest face in the company and you, you are going it. against the biggest heel, like this, this punk, this punk senior thing, okay? Eventually, Cena is going to win against Punk in a in a in a measurable, meaningful way. So I mean, eventually, there's going to be some sort of way where you go, Cena has got the better of Punk because that's the ultimate conclusion yeah, to a wrestling storyline. But the problem is not more than, I mean, again, and it's not been the case this year, I have to admit to that, but, but the problem was, that wasn't how it was going. It was, okay, and now we're going to have the first match with Cena wins, and then Cena's wins, and, and, and now we're going to conclude it with the final match, and Cena wins. <laughs> that, I mean, like so you're saying, if they traded wins? It, it, it's, it's well, it depends who he's against. If he was facing Bosch. Randy Orton. Randy Orton, they were trading wins. Randy Orton went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. When he was facing Bosch like Lashley and Carly, he beat them. But the point is, Randy Orton is... And then you could argue, Randy Orton is already a credible main eventer. He's already that guy that's at the top of the company. He was there, but So that's not really anyone getting a push. That's Randy Orton in his place. But no, doing what Randy Orton does. But then Randy Orton was the biggest heel in the company. I wouldn't say yeah. he was the second biggest. Second, he, at that point, now, it was that program that, was that made him yeah. the second biggest name in the company. I wouldn't now say he was the second biggest name days. in the that, company. That, that, that was when he was almost. That was when he was almost there. But that feud was seen just because you, know, you still had you still had a fairly semi regular Undertaker at that point. Yeah. You still had a fair a fairly semi regular Triple H at that point. Yeah. And you still had Edge at that point, who was yeah. Edge was the biggest heel. Edge was the biggest heel, even though he was on SmackDown. Right. And Batista was still in the company at that point as a yeah. face, remember? Yeah, but was, uh, admittedly, though, this is back when, you know, the uh, actually, at that the, point, the, the draft just, meant something. But yeah. Actually, at that point, was Cena was, was going to get sorted. Triple H and Shawn Michaels were in the feud with Legacy. Yes. Yeah. That was a point. Oh, yeah, then there was the Hell in a Cell. The Hell in a Cell, yeah. <coughs> and the submission match as well. Oh, yeah. uh, to, to the shock of no one, by the way, uh, just the final bit of news I had for this week. Um, the WWE uh, Royal Rumble poster for this year features The Rock. Yeah. I've really got a feeling he's going to lose. I've been saying he was going to lose more, the, the, the further we, the further we get, the closer we're getting to it, shall I say? The more I'm thinking, okay, he should win, but I don't think he's going to. Well, not he should win. Like, I think he's going to win, but something in my head's telling me, but they're going to, they, you know, they're going to swallow. So ultimately, I think there there are there are arguments either way, and I'm not the biggest rock fan, and no. I'm not the biggest CM Punk fan. I have no vested interest. Either way, I want to see a good match and the best possible outcome storyline-wise going into WrestleMania. And honestly, in my head, I think to myself, well, these are the benefits if Rock wins. You know, we go into a massive WrestleMania season. Mm. We have the possibility to see Cena Rock too. We have the possibility to see Cena Brock. We have the possibility to see, you know, Brock Rock. You know, all these Cena kind of, Taker. All these kind of possibilities open themselves up if Rock is champion. Whereas if Punk is champion. The downside for me is that you kind of you kind of limit his you kind of limited yourself to it being John Cena. It's going to be Rock Punk again at WrestleMania. If Rock doesn't go over at WrestleMania, it's going to be Rock Punk. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Punk goes over because all the talk about giving Rock the title is the fact that he's got so many media appearances because he's got about two or three moves coming up between WrestleMania. Yeah, imagine if he's at all these media appearances with the WWE title on his shoulder. This is true. This is true. That's what I was having this conversation with someone during the week, and they said like, "Yeah, but he's not going to be on WWE TV. Yeah, but he's going to be on good TV that yeah. people watch he's gonna, he's with the belt on his shoulder." What kind of that, that, what kind of publicity? Would what that kind of publicity is that? And, and, and what's this on your shoulder? This is the WWE Championship. I'm going to be at WrestleMania at MetLife Stadium on March on on March 31st, and I'm going to be defending this belt against John Cena. Yeah. Be there or be a queer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. I was thinking that. that. I don't think he'll say that. Yeah. But you know what I mean. See, I, see I, I didn't think of that. I thought, if between Rumble and Mania, Rock's got so many appearances, he loses at Rumble, 
somehow gets the rematch of Punk at Mania and goes over them. Rock will be WWE Champion at some point in 2013. Whether it will be at the Rumble or at Mania, he will get the belt at some point. Whether it be for a short while or you know a month or two, he will be, he will be champion in 2013. I'm just not sure anymore if it's going to be at the Rumble. See, I think he goes over at the Rumble and drops the belt to Cena at WrestleMania, and then the next night on Raw, they announce Cena Rock 3. Yeah. I, Some, I, SummerSlam, I, maybe? If they do SummerSlam... SummerSlam 2013 is supposed to be in uh, Wembley Stadium. Which imagine, we will attend. You, if, if, if it's true. If it's true. And Rock's in the threes there. Oh! <laughs> Personally, I, I don't think Rock goes over a Rumble. I, I think Punk goes over and I think it leads into... I don't know if Cena wins the Rumble or so, but I don't think it's going to lead into Rock, Cena, yeah. uh, Punk. Uh, Mania. Ooh, and triple threat! And I think that's when Punk drops the title. Ooh, that's a naughty idea. Ooh, I like that. I like that. And I, and I think it'll be like, if Rock, say if Rock wins the title or whatever, I think it'll be Rock or Cena pinning each other. I like that. So I, I like, like Rock pinning Cena again or something yeah. like that, which leads into like... I like the thought of the triple threat. Cena 3 thing, and obviously one of them is champion. The last good triple threat title match at WrestleMania was 24. But Cena Orton Triple H. But that's what I personally think will happen, because I don't think Rock will win the title. Honestly, I think I, I, I think Rock goes over and Punk becomes a bit of an afterthought for WrestleMania. Honestly, I think that's what WWE will do. I think it's a bad idea. I'm not saying if it's good Punk idea. becomes an afterthought, he's gonna go fucking nuts. Yeah, I completely agree. Honestly, I, I think Rock he's goes over. I think Rock comes over. I, I think Rock goes over, and I think Punk's match at WrestleMania is kind of just there. I think Punk's match at WrestleMania involves the, the Undertaker. Possibly involves. The Undertaker, maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's set to face the Undertaker. I don't know. But. See, here's the thing, right? If they go along with that, if they, you know, if they make Punk drop the title at Rumble, and then suddenly he becomes an afterthought, then what was the point of making him hold the, t- you know, allowing him to hold the title for a year? Rock food. It's just rock food. Which he's still retarded. No, I completely agree. No, with no, you. but I was to say, if that's the case, then you could. I, I'm sorry, but if that is the case, then I couldn't agree more with everyone that's saying it's ridiculous that the fact that they're they're bringing in everyone from main and stuff like that. If basically what they're doing is we're gonna build you up for the year just to basically feed you to the guy that turns up from time to time. Whether it be Rock or Brock or what, but it, it just Punk, kind of proves the point. It's like, do all the hard work and then we're going to have you job. Punk has made it to the point where he should not be an afterthought. Mm. Punk should not be an afterthought at this stage of his career. I just think the it's, problem is with WrestleMania being so full of names, it's impossible for Punk not to be an afterthought. And I mean, yeah, Punk's the second, big, true. Punk's the second biggest name in the company now, but when you add in Rock, Rock, Brock Lesnar, Triple H, Undertaker, this is true. Become, you know, he's slipping down that list all the time. Right. Unless it, well, he has to be involved in a match with, with one of those. But big will games. he ultimately? And will he? That's the problem. Yeah, this, will is, he? this is the problem. Depends. It, it, but then, if, for argument's sake, but you, then it, you, you, know, you could argue though, if say for instance at Royal Rumble he does drop the title to Rock and he starts blaming Heyman and getting Heyman's face, it could lead to CM Brock. And that'd be terrible. Oh, that'd be a terrible match. I think that lost about five minutes of Brock Lesnar just wiping the floor. Do you know what the problem is? Do you know my ultimate problem with that match is? And I know CM Punk's a tough guy, and you know he showed he's like clever and everything. Yeah. But ultimately speaking, it's Brock, Brock Lesnar. Brock yeah. Lesnar would crush him. Brock Lesnar's a fucking. Brock Lesnar would crush him like shreddies. <laughs> Look what Brock Lesnar did to John Cena. Exactly. John, you know, Brock Lesnar beat the living piss out of John Cena, and John Cena's supposed to be the toughest guy in WWE. Look, I, and you guys might disagree with me, but personally, if Brock Lesnar had a match at um, like WrestleMania and stuff like that. I and it, it, I don't know why I, I just really really enjoy. It. I, I think I'd rather I, I want to see him fight Sheamus. Oh, I, I think that's what I would like to hit, see. That would be my ideal idea, Brock Lesnar match. Here's the thing to me, Sheamus. okay. Here's the thing to me, okay. This this is my card. If I'm if I'm being honest, okay. You got Cena versus Rock mm. for the WWE Championship. Right. Then you've got 
Brock Lesnar versus Triple H. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. That's many H's. <laughs> it's like five H's there. Um, then you've got Undertaker versus Punk. Because Punk's been doing the whole respect thing, yeah? Yeah. Right? Undertaker versus Punk. Ziggler versus Orton for the World Heavyweight title. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and they should be four matches, really. I mean, there's no one else. There's no one I've left out. I'm only saying Ziggler Orton because I feel I have to mention the World Heavyweight title. I don't yeah, think that's yeah, going to be a main selling point. I think that's going to be that will be an afterthought. Yeah. Well, I, people I, like it at that match. I think that's the one I probably more look forward to, and that and Undertaker Punk. I thought it was going to be Money in the Bank this year because there's a lot of names, you know. Nah, nah, nah. Money in the Bank's the same thing, though. Yeah. Money in the Bank to its own pay view. Because I said like we've got the big names here, but then we're missing people like Shane. But right? the, the only prob- the only problem the only problem with my card here, and I do think this card's likely. Oh yeah. Right. The only problem is this: the two big matches are rematches. Right. That's my only problem with the card I've just booked. I want to see Cena versus Rock Two. I want to see Triple H Brock Lesnar again. I want to see Undertaker Punk. I want to see Ziggler Orton. I want to see matches. Tim Fred, all rematches. I, I, well, yeah. I the, but you know, the, the, these are. I mean, the top two are the. Things that one's going to be the one heavyweight title thing. That's yeah. going to be a continuation kind of thing, not really something new. But this, this, we haven't seen that for so long. That that's going to be fine. Um, Personally, I think your <coughs> cards off because I think Punk will <coughs> be in the top one. I think Undertaker's going to fight Sting, so you know that that's going to happen. That's, that's, that's the thing. Oh yeah. Do you know what? That when it comes to Sting, I don't even want to see it. Who's well, <laughs> to say the rest of the cards are filled up with you know Daniel Bryan versus Kane in some sort of you know we're not taking champions yeah. anymore. He's undisputed tag team champion. You know, Barrett versus someone Sheamus. for the IC Barrett title. Versus Sheamus, maybe. You know, all, all yeah. that kind of, all, all that jazz fills fills it in. Ryback versus someone. Ryback versus Goldberg. <laughs> Ryback versus Goldberg in, in a who shitter match. It's Goldberg. You know. <laughs> you have to assume. You have to assume if they've been called up. You know, Rollins, Reigns, and Ambrose will be involved yeah. somewhere. If, whether they're with Punk and the. He, what about the Miz? Where's the Miz going to be? You know, there, there's other people to go on this card, obviously. Yeah. But ultimately, if I'm looking at the, if I'm looking at where I think it's going right now, these are the big four matches. Yeah. Actually, do you know what would be, do you know what would be a good way to get most of these people, mo- most of the, you know, the undercard on the ma- on the pay per view, and also make sure tires are on the line. Scramble matches. I don't see those anymore. Get a nicely tight scramble match. As I say, scramble match. And and I mean, obviously, I'm a big Cena fan. I'm a big Brock fan. I'm a big Triple H fan. And, and the Rock has to be involved because you know he's a Rock. I'm not going to say I'm a big Rock fan, it'd be a lie. But yeah, my only problem with the card I've just booked is that the top two matches, Cena vs. Rock and Brock Lesnar vs. Triple H, are rematches, and I mean, and recent rematches. Right. There? And I have that problem myself. I mean, Cena vs. Rock is a year ago, but you know, yeah. fairly recent. You know, everyone remembers Cena Rock. Yeah, because no one can shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> but but on, honestly, that, 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 is my, uh, that, that, that is my only issue. My only issue whatsoever. See, my, my issue is slightly different. Mine is I saw Brock Triple H. So I don't need to see it again. <laughs> it, was, it was enjoyable. It was cool. It's uh, just a trade wins, really. Isn't it? Tri- yeah. Triple H is obviously going to get the win. Triple H goes over, but then, but, but, sure. But then here's the thing, okay? Like in this thing, right? You think like common sense says because of the money, right? You want Rock and Brock to go over because then everyone's like, yeah, Rock and Brock. Yeah. But to get the wins back, you need to be Cena and Triple H to go over. Yeah, exactly. I'm loving my little graphic. Here, yeah, there you go. No one else can see this. I've got a pen and paper in front of me. It looks like a crossword. It looks like a crossword. I've circled part. all kinds of things. It's brilliant. See, by the way, here's, here's the thing I was thinking about, one. actually. When String it, theory. I'm it looking is. at Undertaker Punk. It's a mess, is what it is. Jeez. Undertaker Punk, okay. I'll, 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 I'll circle that one again. Oh, let's circle that. Right. Okay. 
this will come to take a punt. Now, I'm looking at that, and I'm hearing, I've heard lots of stories about the fact that, you know, it's WWE that wants to continue the streak, not not Undertaker. He, he's not bothered about, you know, about the streak. If this is true, and they do go with this match, what are the chances of Punk winning? The only way Punk wins is if it's through someone helping him, and then it doesn't mean anything. Punk isn't, Punk's character isn't strong enough. I don't know, strong enough, but you, you, see, you see what I mean when I say strong enough. Yeah, right? I, yeah I know what you're I, I like you mean. His character that. isn't good enough, his character yeah. isn't good enough to beat The Undertaker clean at WrestleMania, yeah, where been, so many people have failed, do you yeah. know what I mean? He's been shirking away from Ryback and suddenly he, he, he thinks he can go and beat The Undertaker. Right? Where so many people, so many great names have failed, people that right. are built, people that are, and I use air quotations, better than CM Punk, do you know what I mean? When, when you have the likes of Shawn Michaels has failed Triple H. twice, Triple H has failed three times, Kane has failed twice. Ric Flair. Ric Flair has failed. You know, some of the greatest names in this Jack industry. Johnny Gonzalez. Johnny Jimmy Superfly Snooker, King Kong Bundy. <laughs> some of the greatest <laughs> names in this industry have failed, and some shit people have failed Andy's as well. A-Train. <laughs> Randy Orton. <coughs> Batista. Do you know what I mean? Some Edge. of the greatest names have failed. Edge. Edge yeah. And then Punk just goes over. Yeah, I can, yeah, no, I can see. Yeah. Either you sell it as he won by um, Crook, Crook, he, he won by Hogan Crook and with same interference from from and we'll use the, sh the term the Shield because I'm fed up with saying Roland Rins and yeah. Ambrose, right? The Shield. Okay. Or he beats him clean and you go. Okay. What now? What well, I'm punk. <laughs> you beat the Undertaker. How? <laughs> you, and and then, and then and then the problem is right. Whenever like say then punk comes out, you know punk goes into a few with say right. So then say okay, we're going with my card, yeah. Right. Cena goes over and is the new WWE champion, yeah. So then we go to punk Cena. So then we go say to punk Cena, okay. Punk has just won the WWE the uh, beating the streak, right? And Cena is now WWE champion. So surely by winning the streak, punk is proved he's pretty much he's next he, in line. Yeah, he, right? he's pretty much the surface. So then basically you have a month of punk going, I well I beat the streak, and Cena going, yeah, but he's really old. <laughs> I don't think Cena would say that. That's not respectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's an old man. Actually, yeah, here's the thing. Here's what here's what I think would happen if they did that. So we're going to Cena Punk again. <laughs> Punk goes, yeah, I'll pick the Undertaker. I pretty much saluted myself as number contender by doing so. I want Cena. And then he loses to Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is. Which pretty much makes him be the Undertaker at WrestleMania another boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because because then right, you can have Cena go. You can have Punk go over right. And then it can be champion again, and then he can drop the belt to Brock at Royal Rumble the year after, and then it can be Brock Cena again. Oh my! God. Right, and then and then Punk can beat Rock at WrestleMania, right? And then it's like I beat the Rock, and and you're still champion because Cena's won the belt again at WrestleMania by beating Brock, yeah, right? So then we go to Cena Punk again. Oh, can right? we get him a new piece of paper because this is looking a state, right? And then say Punk goes over and holds the belt for a year again, right? And then he drops it to I don't know. Randy Orton. Who else about it? So then he drops it to Triple H, oh, right? Royal Rumble. And he drops it to Orton at WrestleMania. And then Triple H drops it to Rock at WrestleMania, right? And then Rock drops it to Cena at Extreme Rules. Cena drops it to Ziggler. Yes! Yeah! Right? <laughs> That's cheery guys. But 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 then but then they take the belt back off Ziggler. Hang on, I need to use my rubber. <laughs> and they give it to Orton. And, they, and, and, and then they give it back to Cena, who then goes into a feud with Daniel Bryan, right? 
And then, and then we, and then, and then, da and then Pope gets involved. Cause he's like, ah, Daniel Bryan's in the indie circuit. So oh, I, right? <laughs> Bring him on, baby. And, and and then Barrett says, but I'm English. <laughs> That's not an argument to get a title match. Right? And, and, and it's when you weigh Barrett. <laughs> and, then, and then Kane goes, but you beat my brother, and now I'm really old too. And then Pope beats Kane, and Cena goes, yeah, but he was really old too. <laughs> and that, that is five years of WWE booking in a nutshell. That's, I, I disagree because not once did you change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Oh, I yeah, did. you did. I took the <laughs> And that is very WWE. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> See, here's the thing. But we'll still count the title reign because, you know. Because <laughs> that's what they do with Ziggler, you know. Because <laughs> why not? They give him the belt and then change Seriously, when, when, whenever they talk about Ziggler on commentary, they say former World Heavyweight Champion, I go, yeah, but was he? <laughs> <laughs> he was. Just for about 20 minutes. <laughs> they count Big Show as a two time world champion, but the first time was only 45 seconds. It doesn't matter how long it is, as long as you've got it. he actually won a match and didn't just have it given to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway. Randy Orton had it given to him, and then lost to Triple H, and then won it back. Yeah, I was thinking that. That was a great pay per view, though. That was a great pay per view. And, and that, was, that was through necessity, not through just bollocks yeah, storyline. <laughs> Sandwich in between, that was a great street fight between Triple H and Marvin. But, um... I, I, I just thought of something as well. With all the, with all the you know, changes and, you know, changing of the mind that Vince Man has had recently with the creative... WWE have to be very, very careful coming to Road to WrestleMania because they cannot fuck it up. Because if they fuck it up now, they fuck up WrestleMania and they fuck up their buy rate. They have to be very, very careful about what choices they make and they have to stick to it. I think ultimately what we have decided today, and you, won't, you won't get this on any other show apart from the hard way, is that WWE booking is done with one bit of paper and a pencil and circles. Yeah. Because this looks exactly like I imagined WWE book. <laughs> Do you have a spirograph? <laughs> yes. That's what that piece of paper looks like yes, right it now. Does. It's an absolute mess. <laughs> I think the best bit of booking we did was, and then Barrett says I'm English. Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't win the title. Well, to be fair, well, that, no, we didn't win the okay, title. That's well, Barrett, he, he could come out and say he's Swahili, and you just go like, okay, I will give you a title. <laughs> You're fine, Wade. You know that was something I did like about Survivor Series when they were talking in the lead up. They're talking about leadership, and Barrett's like, I, I, I'm a leader. <laughs> I, I, I've led. Groups. <laughs> the winds of change. Oh my Well, he he led a group and the core. And the core. Core. No, he didn't lead them. They were all equal. Oh, so they were all equal. My <laughs> no, they weren't. Uh, my favorite thing was when they did beatdowns on people, and and the only people not getting beaten was the person because they were beating each other up. Because Gabriel and Slater <laughs> Slater beat each other. Just, how can they other? be all equal? But the, at one time, the only person without a belt was Ezekiel Jackson. On the two was Ezekiel Jackson. They they proved what happened when you give him a belt because yeah. He has a big smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> He's a scary looking dude when he smiles. I'm afraid he frowns. <coughs> anyway, <coughs> my throat is starting yeah. to kill me. So uh, we're going to end this now because, you know, I, I've, I've booked for five years so we don't need to come back for five years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see you in five years. <laughs> uh, hopefully after this, uh, after we finish talking now, you'll hear the uh, proposed uh, rumoured new theme for the, uh, for the Shield. But, uh, who's we'll be back in five years and WrestleMania 34 poster. Is, uh, <laughs> Rock will still be there. Like Cena. <laughs> Fifth time's a child. Jared Tottenham and Paul Merch. Five in a lifetime. Five in a lifetime. <laughs> um, but uh, we uh, we will be back next weekend. Um, we'll be back next weekend? We'll be back next weekend. What's next weekend? I'm down, so... Should be fine. Yeah, no, I, I'm, 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 we'll have to do it before some... Yeah, no, that's no, fine. Okay, so we'll be back next weekend. Maybe. Possibly. Without a WrestleMania 34, you know, Cena... With, uh, hopefully, hopefully my throat will be in better state. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, be covering... Uh, Raw, where it's already been announced that Michael Cole will have an in-ring interview with Rollins, Reigns, and Ambrose. 
Oh, this really? Is, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. shit. We will, uh, we will cover SmackDown. Oh, and, wow. Uh, uh, we didn't talk TNA this week, so I'll tell you why they're shit next week. Oh, okay. there's not much going on this week in TNA. Thank you, and good night. Good evening. See ya.